Hey, everybody, before we get started, I wanted to uh, add a quick note that I forgot to mention on the podcast, which is that next week, Tuesday, the 24th, Colin Martin, everyone's favorite Colin Martin, is going to be at Blackheart of St. Paul doing a live Q&A with Sheila Regan from the Minnesota Football Show. Uh, it's going to be, yep, 6.30, and just kind of come and kind of, there will be a little bit of a uh, question and answer part from, from the audience, but mainly it'll be a live interview that Sheila's going to be doing. So that's next Tuesday, the 24th, 6.30 p.m. Now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the 55.1 podcast. My name is Wes Burdine. I am joined by uh, the prodigal son who has returned, Eric Silverbrenneman. <laughs> High praise. Great to see you, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> we, we, uh, killed a fattened uh, calf. Uh, you're back. I'm saying you went to Brazil. <laughs> and then, like, it's been a long did, time. It's yeah. yeah, it's been for, forever. He, he, he went in there to be part Brazil? of the revolution. Uh, it was a little over three weeks. About okay. three weeks. Yeah, and yeah. then, yeah, this life happened. I've seen you a little bit since. Yeah, but, um, just haven't been with you all here in this amazing recording studio. With us in spirit. You were yeah. telling that a certain Ethan, right, was... Uh, who you bike with usually, usually asking you to uh, be back on the pod sometime. That, that's correct. Yes. That's what, yeah. In the, in the, the original intro that we recorded that had to get <laughs> I was deleted. Like, he's, he's blowing the whole thing here. Yeah. We're supposed yes, to be doing this go. the first time. It's supposed Rodrigo. to pretend that it, that it worked. Oh, just uh, just put the wine. Good to see you. Uh, good to see that you're enjoying the shitty wine. That <laughs> box wine, box wine. My wife's friend uh, left <gasps> as a present. Uh, She's like 22 and I don't think knows what wine You is. hang out with 22-year-olds? Uh, she like works with Lydia. Oh, so okay. Like she so came, work, work came to visit Minnesota and left a bottle okay. of wine as a present. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that's it. Uh, Lydia did not want it, just for the record, just so people are like, oh, well, Rodrigo's now drinking this present. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Alex, you forget this. Uh, I sounds, felt like I had to do it. Sounds about like, right. I like there were, there were sounds few, about right. There were a few people listening who were like, what an asshole. Yeah. And like, I'm an asshole for many other reasons. Not this Ayo. one. Uh, so uh, Alex is not going to join us. So it's just the three of us. Uh, just just, just none of the chaff that is. Uh, just kidding. We all love Alex. Um, Miss Alex. We, uh, before we get started on the on the other the podcast stuff, uh, we want to talk briefly about the Minnesota soccer football podcast um, charity open cup. Whatever that's uh, called. Yeah. The company, company cup. cup. Yeah, the company yeah. cup. Um, four teams. It was uh, Dave's I Know, uh, ourselves, Minnesota football show, and uh, we call it soccer. Right. And uh, we call it soccer got their asses handed to them. <laughs> Dave's I Know won every game and so got to Somehow. the final against us. We some, only lost against them. Some very good recruiting on that team. And uh, and then they beat us in the final. And it was a tight game until the second half. Right, you know, we just fell apart right away. Um, and so... Uh, and then Jim became our goalie, and then it was over. Yeah, no one... And definitely Rodrigo is definitely not bit, bitter that Jim Oliver jumped in goal. Um, <laughs> wow. I will just, say, just I, definitely, I definitely uh, got a... Uh, um, well, are you going to... When are we saving... Uh, East's oh, do you, I don't know. Whenever you want me to, I'll pull that stuff up right now. Uh, maybe now. Pull it up and I'll... I'll All right. I, I went on Dave's I Know last week because we didn't record our podcast. And um, 
Uh, yeah, that's right. We haven't talked about Houston game on on, on this uh, podcast yet. Uh, do we have to? I know. <laughs> yeah, and so I talked about it over on Dave's. I know. You ready and, for your uh, bombs? And then um, uh, re- referred to the, the the moment when when Issa kind of looked at me. I was kind of like mad that we had just given up a stupid goal, and Issa was like, "Whoa, you need to chill." I was like, "Issa, this is about trophies. Every trophy matters. You don't just like uh, no, you don't just shake it off. This is real life." And uh, she. Liked I liked it better when you said it at the Dave's. Yeah, yeah. So you what, play for what, trophies. Yeah. What? 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 What did he have to say? So it was funny because like I'm I'm and this is a bit Gen on Twitter. It's a bit on Twitter, but I'm driving uh, to drop off Isa at Como High School, and I just happen to be listening to the podcast uh, briefly, uh, and then we're listening, and there's the whole banner, and all of a sudden Isa hears that someone compared it compared it to a 13 year old girl, and she goes, "What?" What is this old man saying? Send me the link. And then she was able to listen to it. And the funny thing is that not only was she listening to it, but then Nubia listened to it and then Giselle listened to it. And so here's a couple of things that, uh, a couple of notes from both of them. I'll start with Giselle, a.k.a. Gold Talisman. Uh, This is to you, um, Wes. Side note, Wes, 412 with four players. Math at its finest. Nice. Right. Isa, this is for the days. Isa may have the soul of a thirteen-year-old girl, but she's not. Y'all are clowns. Also, love how I was never mentioned when I scored like four goals. Yeah, it's true. Joshi, wait till the next tourney. Next time, I'll actually try harder. Ooh. Oh, well, Ooh. you know what? If you don't try the first time, you're not going to get picked. <laughs> the team picks itself. That's Damn. right. You, you, you are, now you're arguing with, yeah. a, with a 13 year old. Uh, I she's not 13. Wait, there's no. Be... This is this is Giselle. Oh, okay, this is Giselle. Okay, Isa, Isa. Here's a here's an Isa response. Right. Hello, it's the one and only Isa Watch here to talk down on some old man who gave you false facts about <laughs> yours truly. First off, I am 15 years old, geezers. I am not no tiny middle schooler. Get your freaking facts straight. Nice. Who plays varsity at 13? That's unheard of. Also, I think I'm taller than you, so don't even go there. Dave Martin, I believe that was at Dave Martin. Ooh, yeah, fire. She's not telling me, so it's yeah. not me. Also... I could gladly push Dave, you over so. and show you who's better at any time. That's what this, her and Dave were just going at each other at one point. I think at one point Dave turned to me and said, "said Your daughter is disrespecting me and like to show me off. Can I can I push you over?" I was like, "Yeah, you can try." I said, "You go ahead. She'll she'll let you know." Anyways, she says. Also, the fact that you guys think you're better than me is super funny. None of y'all could even push me over. Don't even try me. I love the clownery that has been showing recently. I have lots to say, but I won't because I'm lazy. Also, for the last time, if you wish to challenge me, I will gladly shove you over. I'm not afraid to. I've done it before. So what makes you guys special? Hmm. Thank you for trying to bully me in the tournament, but I'm so happy I laughed. I laughed in your face because your intimidation didn't work, old man. Hope to kick your butt soon. From yours truly, Watch, the best of them all. So you said. P.S. I love clowning on old men. I should do it more often. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, you know, I don't, I'm loath to ever defend any of the Daves I know who are vile human beings, but, um, <laughs> but they did win Isa. They won. They beat us and it hurts me. Well, I yeah, well, I mean, really bad. that's what, that's what you get when like, you don't have a, a really good goalkeeper in the back. Right. I believe you gave up most of the goals. 
Yeah, I gave up most of those. Nobody came back. <laughs> you guys would go up, but no would come back. All right, let's uh, let's do, do um, one more little bit here, which is just just mentioning FC St. Pauli won the Hamburg uh, Derby. I did see that. I did uh, see that first time they've won at home in the Hamburg Derby in like fifty years Dope. or something like that. It was awesome. FC St. Paul. You're Pauli. representing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we had uh, our friend Bill McGuire. We, it was his oh, birthday. Oh, this birthday yes. We, uh, we watched make it on it. delay beans, cara, uh, in the back room of the bar and had a, like a birthday happy hour. It was great. Uh, anyway, so let's take a break. We'll come back, and we are going to talk about Minnesota United. We're going to talk a little bit about the Iron Front stuff. We're going to talk briefly, not about Houston. We'll just skip it. It's too painful. And we'll talk about RSL. All right, here we are back on the 55-1 podcast. Uh, wh- what do you want to start with? Do you want to do Houston? Do you want to do the, the protests? Do you want to just... Oh, what, do, you, do you have anything to say about Houston? About Houston? Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that... Uh, Ramirez scored. Ramirez scored. Yeah. That's always a good thing. I thought Ethan's goal that was taken away was really good. And I just... I don't know. It just... There's like we've, we've always asked like the reoccurring theme or question is what is the identity of this team, and there isn't like it's so weird that we can go to LAFC and and park it and tie and and try to use the strategy that that some teams have been successful with, and then when we're supposed to actually beat teams that we're supposed to beat, like we just can't do it right. We just like there's no consistency right, yeah. and well, I'm like yeah, and I, I don't I don't I don't get that if if that's part of the identity then I have no idea but somehow we're in. We're in the top top five teams in the West, so yeah, we're we're in third. Right yeah, now, so flips the formation, still keeps bringing down Lottie out. I mean, I mean, well, you we'll, you all we'll know how I feel about about Lude, yeah. so I, you know how I feel about that. So I'm not even going to go there anymore. It, it was so. it was painful, but it, I think at least we we were ended up at uh, at New Bohemia and. Pretty much everybody celebrated when Christian scored. That was definitely yeah. a highlight. So, so yeah. well, then let's let's um. I think feel like most of the themes we're going to hit for that are going to be fresher in the RSL game. Yeah. Even though the Houston game was obviously a stupid loss, a bad loss, right? And the RSL game was obviously a very good win. Um, let, let's just say talk briefly about the protests over the weekend. Um, sure. Most people, I feel like, have some basic knowledge of, of what happened, but the Iron Front logo, um, which has been flown at Minnesota games for a while now, but yeah, it's NSC not, for sure. Yeah, it's not quite. It's not quite as integral to the supporters' culture as it is in Seattle and Portland, Portland. for sure. Yeah, but essentially, the league came up with these new rules that say uh, you can't do anything political. And they don't define political. So all the SGs, everyone uh, around the league said at the beginning of the season, this is stupid. You can't do this. Got really mad about it. And it only now has kind of percolated as the league starts to enforce those rules arbitrarily, which is the Iron Front logo, which is an anti-fascist, anti-totalitarian, but anti-fascist uh, um, uh uh, it was the three prongs, right? So it's anti-fascist, anti-royal, and anti-communist. Yeah, and so um, it is—it's something that the league is saying. Well, this is associated with uh, capital A Antifa, as if Antifa is a card-carrying membership group. Right, right. We all carry our cards. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, I've—I've I've got laminated. Mine. What, what right. member number are you? <laughs> like 
one, man. Yeah. Come on. Number, I'm, I'm, I'm late. <laughs> late you're, you're you're one. One. I'm late adopter, so I'm 666. Just <laughs> I'm pure. But, uh, um, you know, in general, this is it's an arbitrary, stupid rule. It's really something that, that counters what, uh, what the supporters groups support in soccer has always been about in Minnesota, which is rewriting spaces so that people feel comfortable. If you yep. don't know what that means, I wrote an article on 55.1 trying to explain what that means. But if you don't quite understand, basically it is not easy or safe for some people to be in public spaces. And the fact that we can have queer trans people up there in our capital stands is only by doing the hard work of really making sure that those flags were flown years For ago years, yeah, because that was not years. possible years ago at a now sporting event i mean just Be- thinking because that, we carved that out that too. small p political space and mm-hmm. so fast now and back to, up to the future um the team there was a blow up last week where the team uh i actually won't go into the whole communication problem but um the uh, the team said, yeah, we're going to be like the rest of the league. You cannot have a display. You cannot do uh, all these other things, um, but you can have it on your clothing. And so there were some uh, some iron flag, iron front um, flags uh, flown. There were some just simply Antifa flags that were confiscated, even though they were not. Yep, not an iron front. And uh, there were other things like uh, uh, um, uh, pashminas, yes. which are kind of like larger scarves that... That we wore and had up, but uh, um, there, there was a, a gentleman from the uh, security office who came over to me and said, I'm going to have to take that. And I said, hey, buddy, it's a scarf. Yeah. And I had it around my neck, and he went into his microphone and said, it's a scarf, and he walked away. <laughs> uh, I'll say I'll say in That's general, smooth, yeah. about 12 people were kicked out, even though the team has basically lied to the media and said only one person was. Right. Um, uh, which and they provided that photograph and there's clearly two people in that photograph well, too, which yeah, is amazing. The, the 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 their their defense is that oh well well in, in that picture one of them uh, is voluntarily, voluntarily leaving sure but if you're given it's the, the yeah, whole if you're given an ultimatum all right of the, all of the supporters T and E dark clouds red loons dark literati all of them were extremely polite to the security staff um, who came over they would talk to them and when they said you're going to have to give that to me or I'm going to make you leave. They said, well, then you're going to have to make me leave. And so then they just walked out politely. So they voluntarily left. So here's, here's the thing I don't get. Do you, can you really be voluntarily ejected? Right. Right. That, that just doesn't make sense. Right. It's like, you no. either, you either, you, you either, they give you an ultimatum either you stay or you go. It's not really well, voluntary. They're kicking you out regardless. Try not to escalate it though. We're trying not to like, well, yeah, but if the team, Want us like if you are going to try to gaslight everyone and say, "Well, right, the, right," the, the number still protests, counts. The, the final number still yeah, counts. Yeah, these protests no, didn't count. The, the narrative matters because who's in charge of the narrative in this yeah. discussion? It it should be the well, supporter the, section and the groups, but in, in this case, it's 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 a, it's a team. Right, the same. Well, it's, we only, it's a team. The team demanding retraction right. when when these journalists tried to print the actual facts. The team and Eric Durkee kind of shamefully demanding retractions, which is embarrassing for the team. And True. also, if you want more, if you want to escalate this, then that's what you've done. You yep. you've decided that it's more important for you to downplay what happened, uh, thereby kind of. Uh, kind of making yourself embarrassing yourself but also saying like 
okay, do you really want us to not be polite? Is that that what you want here? Um, we can go down that road. It's and no, none of us want that. None of us want to be doing these stupid freaking protests. Yeah, that's what it's been for a month. Um, honestly, it's, it's, it's been it's, embarrassment and stupid decisions by FOs yeah. and leagues throughout the entire. Yeah, country. and I'll say the the team met with Holes, uh, Doug, members of the, the supporters rakes. groups last week, and I think made a mistake by not having Chris Wright there or anyone who has control or power. Uh, I think that that didn't that showed they weren't. It, serious yeah i don't i don't think it showed they were fully serious but, but it, it just showed that they weren't willing to actually have a conversation or negotiate in any any sort of way right you, yeah i i think you know the people who were there are i've known for for years are good people i was not at this meeting i purposely we had other other uh, red loons attend um anyway it, it's really frustrating and the fact is um we have this mls meeting mls is meeting with um the it's tomorrow the, right uh Independent Supporters Council. It's the 19th, so okay. it's this weekend, week. I think. Yes. Um, it's in Thursday. Vegas. Um, uh, the only outcome that can happen is MLS backing down. And the problem is that they've now created it. So once they back down, now there will be people on the right who will test this. Mm-hmm. And it was not a problem before. And they created a problem. Uh, same thing with, with Minnesota United. They created a problem. They could have easily... They had probably what, 20 people surrounding uh, parts of the section? Actually, that was just our section. Yeah, yeah there's the, pictures there. At least people 15, yeah. uh, t- taking photos, like staring at us and taking photos and writing clipboards. on their clipboard, dude. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, that is antagonizing. So you are like only creating more of this. And, oh my God, it, it's it's mind-blowing. So Right, and I remember having a discussion with someone with Twitter earlier and before the season started about how like you know we needed to make sure that we create safe space and and all other stuff and specifically because like you know because because at that point in time there were you know white supremacists showing up at nyc nyc games right Right? and they were like and they're like well that's never gonna make it into minnesota that's never gonna be part of our culture and i was like well you don't you 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 can't be a re- reactionary on this aspect that you have to be proactive in that some sense what? and nowadays like there's there's still white supremacists and and showing up to it happened New on York saturday City. yeah expanded this the last past weekend so that's one but of those the, things and, and, and New York. yeah and even if it's not it hasn't in, uh, gotten into the soccer culture there's uh you know the what was three white supremacists uh um in north minneapolis uh what two or three years ago at the um Jamar Clark uh, oh, protest. Yeah. Yes, they came uh, armed. Yeah, it came armed. Like, there's a white supremacy Nazi problem throughout this country, yep. and if you want to pretend it doesn't exist, then you can put your head in the, the sand. But it right. is a problem. Uh, you know, we had a up in Duluth. You had a synagogue burned a couple weeks, uh, a week and a half ago. Like, it is a major problem, and uh, it is it, it, it's taking it seriously and yeah, saying it's, it's painful and it's dangerous. And it's, this and is it's even getting out in front of it. Here. So. I don't. I don't want to belabor it. Yeah. Too, too much longer. I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, some of the MCU crowd because they'd been on the front lines for a couple years, and they're very small in numbers, and they took a lot of the brunt of the security and police handling. Let's just call it. So it's been great to see the uh, the growth and the solidarity with all the other SGs and the support to the point where the numbers are so strong that. Uh, that those guys don't have to take it as hard as they'd have in the past. So that's yeah. that's kind of a, a positive that I'm trying to draw from it all. 
Let's uh, let's talk about the soccer, which is what we'd rather talk about. I mean, um, we, we missed a good fifteen minutes of yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, well, we had to, we, but, yeah. Basically, there was a period toward the end of the game, the last ten minutes, that included uh, Ethan Finley's goal, mm-hmm. where uh, there were all these securities, and and one one of the Redlands members was trying to explain to the guy, yeah, I'm not taking this off. This is a scarf. I was told that this is exactly the kind of clothing display that we can have. And they were like just standing next to us and, and we were just talking to the security guard and like, hey, did you see that play? That was amazing. Wouldn't it be great if we could just watch this game here? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and, you know, they obviously they're there to do whatever job they have and, and yeah. are, are tasked with it. But like it was quite, boots. quite entertaining. So. Minnesota United three RSL one. Um, anything about the the, uh, the the team that was sent out there that surprised you? We were back yeah. in the four two three one, but I okay. So you kind of buried the lead a little bit earlier. You were talking about how you do not like Lude, right? Yeah, you're pretty clear about that. And I honestly, because I've been gone for a while, I've, I've seen him on TV. I, I this might have been actually the first time I've seen him live on the pitch. I thought he had a great match. Okay, I, I thought he looked very good. Tell me what you saw in him. That, that's he was great. he was crisp. His runs were good. His passing was good. He had at least three attempts on goal. I think it was that came very close. He had a nice one time. I got a, I, I wrote it in my notes, but well, I can't remember exactly when it was. You might say he had two completely fluffed shots, though. I mean, that's the other way to look at okay, it. Okay, sure, but at least he was going after the balls. And sure, make, yeah, he, okay. his yeah. runs looked great. I mean, it seemed like he was just involved. A lot more than what I've seen in the past. And like I said, this it's a little biased point of view since it is technically my first time live, I think, seeing him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought he looked really good. He, um, yeah, I only missed three passes, uh, completed two key passes. I, I have never seen him be more than a seven and never seen him be worse than a five. I think I've basically just seen him always be a six every game so far. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't quite see it yet, but also like like with all new players, I'm totally willing to get that. But what is a little bit weird to me is um is seeing kind of like okay, well what, you know, I look at his passing map right now and it looks remarkably like a Miguel Ibarra passing map, mm. right? I don't quite understand obviously they see him as having a higher upside and and Heath just doesn't hates me go yeah um but so I, I don't see it quite yet um I don't see why he starts over Finley for example um Finley um you know did score a goal even though it was it was pulled off he was probably the only good player I saw in Houston mm-hmm. um but what you you want to talk about load at all or you just don't like him no, I just, I just Don't think. His face. I just, and, and this, this is not against him personally. I just think that my issue is that he's always been, um, and I, and I understand him trying to get used to the offense and the playing system and whatnot and the system that he's trying to play in. But at the same time, there's been many, many opportunities where he, he keeps getting opportunities. And I think, and I'm not gonna disagree with 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 Eric, but because this was his best game. That this was his best game, but uh, out of all the opportunity that he's gotten in, and and you know, and including the Open Cup where he he he, he hit the post and the post scored for him, mm. right? Uh, yeah. It wasn't something that he like magically where was able to to you know dance around someone, make them fall, and then score a goal. It was you know it. it I understand that he might have a good foot in passing, but 
my issue is that if you're playing in that position where he gets he, he, he gets playing in, I want someone who's actually willing to to play up to the game speed that we usually are trying to do at that moment, right? It feels that every time that he gets the ball, the play slows down enough for him to be able to see what's going on, but at the same time, it's it 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 is not it is slower than it should be because we have a Romain Matinere making a run. We have Ethan Finley, who's full of speed, right? We have Darwin, who can run. We have Toy, all those people. And then, then you have someone who's not up to that 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 level of speed. Now, it's not against him, right? Because he doesn't get to pick who, if he starts or not. It's up to who decides to give him these many more opportunities over someone who... Is who has a motor, right? Who has a motor? He can bring a run, right? You're, and, you're and, pissed that he's getting minutes and not Miguel. That's what well, this no, is. That's, well. that's one thing too. But at the same time, I don't, I don't, I have not seen anything in where he like he he's, he's like wowing me that he can start over Finley he, or he can start over me over Ibarra, uh, if 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 for that matter, or even Chacon for that matter. Yeah, yeah, so, Chacon didn't even suit up, man. Yeah, so um, what, or one, one question I have about the left side right now is that um. I don't see. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I, I I feel like I need to watch a few more games with Lude, but I don't see him doing a lot of defensive work. For example, um, he missed that goal at the at the far post in what was like the 16th minute or something, and then two minutes later is when um, uh, RSL have that break that they eventually that they scored on, and the ball was given up, and Lude was the closest to it and starts just jogging back. Mm. Um, and obviously, he was not the one who gave up. That, that goal happened two or three plays afterwards. But that kind of stuff where, you know, we have Moenbe Tarat, who's going way high on the pitch, right? Um, way He's leaving that left flank exposed way more than Metnir does, right? Metnir gets high, but he gets back. And most of uh, Moenbe Tarat's um, defensive actions are on the 50-yard line, right? Metnir is, is uh, f- further back. So I think what we have is we've got a guy pushing really far up, really attacking uh, more than Metnir does, which is, is kind of saying something. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Lud is doing a good enough job there tracking back to to protect. And so that's one thing that worries me, and I think that that's, that's the danger of having two new players on that left side. Um Maybe it doesn't matter because maybe Gasper is going to be the main man there. But um, I, I wanna... having said that, though, would you also agree this is probably his best match or was his best match? Who's Lud? I still don't didn't think he was more than a okay seven. Fair um, yeah, so maybe I guess, but I I didn't see much that. No, I mean, oh. I, I think this was his best match, but I mean, for all the other matches, he's you know, and and, and I'm much much harsher than than Wes is. That's fine. I think like he's I a said, four. this is the he's I paid been a four or five like, maybe yeah. for the first time. Yeah. I want to shout out Medinir too. I thought he had a ridiculous game, and Opara basically said, "I'm I, I guess I could actually here. Let's do this. No, don't do that. Just, just say because oh, the quality will be bad. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, Opara basically says, speaking of Medinir, uh, Roman changed the game for us." Just with pure willingness to hustle, desire, you can't teach that. And he was everywhere. Yeah, I think... And he um, d- deservedly got that. It was the last goal, right? The third goal, he got the assist. Yeah, yeah. Fin- Finley's goal. Well, and, and the funny thing about about that is that w- we're always used to seeing uh, Metanier make that run. And even though he, there might be an opening coming down the middle, 
he usually goes to the end and just tries to cross the ball, right? I think that's a myth. I no, think no, no, no. All the time, been, he, he, gets, only he gets to his head and he crosses the ball. But this one time where he had enough time to see the run, he right saw there. the run, he crossed the ball into the middle. I, I think if you look at his passing charts and go back, there is a myth that he endlessly sends in looping crosses to the far post for a header. That happens. But that is like, he will make crosses that are often cutting back or on the ground. And th- he, so he w- he's more effective, in my opinion, when he makes crosses that are not in the air. That's just. I agree, cause, because he never has a target. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I agree. And I think that, I, but I think that there's a myth about him uh, among our fans that, that this is all he's doing. And I think that there's only like those two games yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Where, where it was just There's desperation right. the other team and it, that then like 50 that. crosses yeah um, that's right that's true uh so let me ask you who was the we'll talk about darwin quintero who's the non-darwin quintero uh player of the match hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna go kevin molino just because kevin molino uh, um, is back, baby. Set up Lud for that almost goal. Yeah, he released Darwin for Darwin's first goal, and he was playing off um, of some sickness too, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind he's of a got g- like game a time, bug, apparently game time they decision. All, apparently, they all got pink eye, or <laughs> I don't know. They all went to the to the wrong restaurant at the wrong time at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, they all got mono because they shared the same water bottle or something like that. Nice. Um, so I, I thought Molino has been great. I, I think Molino, uh, is, is someone who basically since he's been back yeah. has had, you know, if we're talking about Lude always being a five to seven, Molino's had maybe one or two mediocre games, but he's been uh, lights out good. So I'm, I'm yeah, like, I mean, I think ever since the gold cup where he was able to get enough playing time and back, he's been pretty much. You know, you can't take him off to starting eleven, right? There's yeah. no, there's no possibility. But at the same time, it, it, um, um, you know, people always say, well, you know, Darwin, Darwin, this, Darwin, that, right? We all complain about Darwin at certain times, but at the same time, Darwin is able to create space for yeah. Molino to be able to work and do his, do his magic. And I think that's something that's, that's important and it, and that's been missing. So like, there's a lot of questions about what's going to happen. You know, contracts and who's expired. Who do you keep? Who don't you keep? Right, and um, I personally would like to keep as many as his team in, as intact as as we could, just because I think it it make a good push. I, I I agree with you, but th- this this is like one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is that can you name how or how many players can you name that have been have been brought into this team and stayed oh in Heath's good graces for more than twelve months? I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah, that's there's, true. There's Michael <laughs> Boxall probably, but he was off for a while. He yeah, was. He, got, he went he was. But I think I think fairly, right? I think I think he had a few bad games. He fairly dropped him and said, "Look, you need to up your game." And he did that. So, yeah. I, but I, so I don't see that as much Cabo. as like Cavo had a whole year and a half in two, a oh, whole year. Right. Okay, Cavo would be Cavo would be my my choice. That's the person he Molino, was around. Molino's the other one who yeah. you'd say. But basically, every player who's come in has been. Uh, and it's been hyped up. Has been jettisoned, right? You've got the all, all those players from last year, the, the Alexi Gomez's. Let's uh, not talk about Alexi um, Gomez, but uh, Alexi Gomez. But um, <laughs> but you're like uh, Angelo Rodriguez did not suit up for this no, game, he didn't. and he was fit, right? Like he basically is now getting the uh, the, the, the Miguel Ibarra yeah. uh, a treatment, it, and uh, Chacon. 
I believe was fit as yeah. well. So I think I don't know what happened there. Well, his Instagram shows that he was drinking mate. Pablo was so mad. He took his whole family out. I know, right? <laughs> Wait, and what? He it, he, so it was him, his mother, his daughter. Who, who's him? Pablo. Okay, so Pablo. His mom from Uruguay was yeah. in, his daughter and his grandson. Oh, he brought them to the game. Yes. And Chacon was and Chacon was okay. even, I, I tried to warn him, but he, I think he was he already shown up. Yeah. Well, um, he took my ticket, so he had so, to show So you have players like Angelo who... Uh, are now uh, in in the shit house or whatever yeah. like that, and so now we are left with two Don strikers. Lottie. Yeah, one who is proving himself yeah. and at a you know yeah. uh, is v- very unproven at this level, but you know we all believe in Toy, and the other is Delati, who it, it is it, Adidas generation Delati. It's very now Yikes. obvious that um, he either needs a new environment or he's not up to this level. Right. Um, Hopefully it's the it's the first, you know. Hopefully, uh, but um, but if we're going into the playoffs With and you've strikers. got your main money striker who is completely demoralized, like what are you? What are we doing here? Yeah. What what are we doing? If I can tailor Twelman that I, that to me is a bad situation, right? We are we're going into hashtag this striker whisperer baby. already thin. Yeah, exactly. What is he whispering to them? <laughs> and so so that that is a problem that that we'll see because Denladi came in and and again was just just had nothing. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, and I feel for the kid because you know we've seen him be yeah. runner up rookie of the year and you know and he we've seen him. Be able to shoot and score, yeah. Those but it's bangers just, in Montreal and yeah, and, and so like, but yeah. but for some reason he's just not fitting into the system, right? Yeah. He's not, he he's not part of he's, he's not part of the it, of the long process. It gives me no joy to say he's bad, right? right. Yeah, no, I mean um, we, 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 we all, we all so big like fans, but just it's just not working. And I think and I think with Angelo, it's just um, you know, I think Darwin's always had his uh, his uh, RSL's number, so it's just one of those things. Do you? Do you want to put Angel out there and kind of slow the game down, or do you want to just keep the 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 quick the quick pace that that, that why, you do when you put that we, out there? Why did we jettison Ramirez so that we could get this guy who would have a who would allow us to play a different tactic, just so we could jettison him and go back to a toy who Who's is Christian Ramirez yes. but faster? That's right. Like it's just very very weird to me. So uh, I wanted let's talk about Darwin Quintero yeah. since uh, since he's obviously the tiny elephant in the room of being awesome. Um, Molino on a counter. Uh, Molino just sends that beautiful pass in through to Darwin Quintero. It's a one v one in the box, although he's got a defender kind of catching up to him, and Darwin decides to take it around the keeper, but in a way that kind of like is a classic Darwin thing, where he like it's kind of a, a weird flubby thing he does with his foot, but it somehow ends up being magical. And then he takes it around and then he kind of kicks it around a little bit. And then it's like, like banks it, it off the, yeah. off the post. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was simultaneously like ballsy and terrible and amazing yeah. all in one. Yeah. It was like, he was dancing to Cumbia or Vallenato, Vallenato or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. He's just like, Oh, I'm going to move this way. I'm going to move that way. Here's my hips. Here's my hips on the other side. Romano's all stretched out on one end, trying to figure out or roll back out. He just goes up, oh, and I'm just gonna hit it with my laces and see if it goes in. And you know, bink, bink. I mean, the, the, the great thing is that Romano has not come to Minnesota yet and not been through some sort of like just shaming. Like, yeah, this, I mean, this, yeah. 
Ramondo comes to Minnesota, which, which and is he, surprising. He we can't a, we can't say that about a lot of goalkeepers. <laughs> uh, I mean, Darwin has also destroyed uh, Clint Irwin's career. Mm. Um, but yeah, Ramondo, like you know, you had uh, Ramondo was was uh, what's the, the chip when the the chip, but it was also Ramirez stripped him of the ball. That's right. I remember that. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Ramirez scored to think a brace against yeah. Ramondo. Yes, he um, did. Yeah, it's just it's great. It's it's beautiful for all you for all you kink shamer or uh, sh- shame kink people out there. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's it's great. You know, real, nailed it. Real erotic nights when RSL comes to town. Uh, and so uh, Quintero then um, uh, in the fiftieth minute uh, um, did did this this thing which I had just made the observation to the people around me, uh, which is that. One of my favorite things about Quintero is that he um he never he always tries to take people on and he never wins right he never nutmegs a guy or goes around them what he does is kind of weirdly runs into them and then the ball ping pongs off him and then it lands magically at his feet again and it's like this again it's this great like um, he's amazingly talented but also kind of just like runs through a brick wall and somehow the ball ends up there Kool Aid Man and, yeah. uh, and so that second that second goal in the fiftieth minute. These two RSL players come in and like collide with each other. The ball kind of uh, ends up, and then yeah, Kool Aid Man just ends up with the ball, and he's like, "Oh yeah!" And he runs in, <laughs> and then like he just keeps on running. And Toy like makes a run, takes someone with him. I think uh, and then Lude is probably there or someone. And then Lude Dar- is just counting. His- and then Darwin's just like, "I'll shoot it. I, I guess. guess I'll just do this." And then just Keep- shoots it like straight, keeps it low along the ground yeah. into the near post, and it was just like. Right, what but he, uh, didn't that? he didn't he meg someone when he shot that though? I thought he did. He might I have. I, yeah, I, I think of the replay was that he shoots the ball and, and it goes right in between someone's leg and then it goes right it, into the corner. It so. was an it was amazing sequence because it was just like he had the ball. It felt like for three minutes and just like kept on running. And no one, no, like everyone's like shrapnels going over his head. You had like airplane crashing behind him. It's the uh, airplane. Nothing to see here. Yeah, All yeah, stuff exactly. blowing yeah, up yeah. behind him. That's, that's, the, that's the, the, you know, the I movie scene where you run away from safety and everything's blowing yeah. up behind you. He's just dancing, and, moving in. Yeah. No, and just a reminder, I know, I know that he's, he's 31, 31. And, mm-hmm. um, so not the player you want to build around. Right. But, but when we are at our best, we are a counterattacking team. Um, and Darwin is not playing as a playmaker. He's playing as a second striker right. with Molino. We're able to do that. Right. So, um, that, so to me, not having a, a Quintero in there in a game like Atlanta, if you go back to that final and think like, boy, if Quintero was out there, you have a little bit of that Kool-Aid man magic mm-hmm. that, um, that you're going to run through, uh, Gonzalez Perez and like his legs will fall off and the ball will magically end up for for Darwin and so th- that I think it was a little it was joyful watching Darwin do this but it's just like in some ways it's like well Darwin where have you been all year but also it's like man even if he was we you know, remember maybe, maybe you would get the normal the Darwin of this year or maybe you would get this Darwin right but, I mean I think it's like the Simpsons you know that part where it says damn if you do and damn if you don't you know like you have to you just have to play him. Right? I think I mean, that people before The Simpsons said that. I know, but I'm a Simpsons <laughs> generation guy, all right? So you shut up you know, and listen to like what a, I have to say. He's, like try, a, he's trying to be hip for his daughter, man. It's like The Simpsons. Where I don't have to be hip for her. She already hates me. So <laughs> I've already done half that. Uh, my, my job is halfway done. I mean, Nisa watches talk trash to a bunch of other older men. So I'm just, my job is done. She can take care of herself. So. All right, geezers. Uh, and so 
then the the final goal is as we mentioned again on the counter with yeah. Metnir to Finley. Um, we that was a very pretty goal. If for any of you like. Because we've we've seen this from Finley before, right? Where he's one on one on the goalie, yeah. and he freaking whiffs it, or it goes sailing wide, or it just yeah. doesn't go into the goal. Like when I saw him take the ball, I was like, "Oh my god, please, 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 I'm frame, I'm frame." And then when the ball in the net flew out, I was like, "Oh, he scored! That's great!" But like he's had many opportunities where he's got one on one with the goalie and he just can't can't put it in. So I was, but like again, that goes back to what you were saying with with Ike, right? That, that is, is, is not, it's like when Metanier has uh, that extra step or the extra motor to be able to work extra hard, mm-hmm. okay, it, he, 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 can, he can be a game changer. And right. I think in this situation, I was so used to him just dribbling and trying to see if he can chip the ball, pass the ball, that he, I didn't even see Ethan making that run until he chipped that ball across. Did you guys count how many times he ended up as a center back when Opara was up top? I right. Think I, I counted at least three. Finley and I think or, that's the, uh, Metanier. Oh, Metanier. Oh, no, I missed that. Oh, yeah. There and, are I, least, and I think that's one of the things. three where he, he bombed forward for some headers, and I'm like, man, yours by the goal. What's happening? <laughs> and I think and I think it's 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 part of this uh, offensive strategy that we've been seeing ever since you know the San Jose game where Boxy just decided to take a ball all the way from there and that's dribble right. it. That's right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. when he dribbles, when we have one of our center backs dribble all the way up, someone has to account for them. Right. Right. And either they step and guard. Or they just let them dribble, right? Because you're gonna be like you're gonna let a center back score right. on you, yeah. Right? Well, to I have mean, that endurance, and, and that. Then, yeah, and I think that's what's been been happening most is where either Ike or both Ike and and Boxy go up to be able to part, be part of the offensive strategy, mm-hmm. and you know it, it has it has its moments, and, and and sometimes it doesn't, and it scares me at points, but yeah, they're as, not long as, you have o- as long as you have Ozzy and you have. Rom- when we met in air back there, I think I feel much better, and I think it was it was a good game for Ozzy as well too. Yeah, that's how we we were talking. I, I was with um, Craig, and he we were both trying to. It's been a while since Ozzy's been out there, right? For uh, he played he played full ninety, didn't he? I th- I think he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Dotson came in, didn't he? Yeah, Dotson no, came Dotson in. Dotson like, came in for Darwin though. For Darwin. Oh, David. Okay. So, so this was yeah. his first full ninety, probably in in some time. Mm. Maybe and he's played somewhat recently. Okay. Um, Last time he played was at, I mean uh, he played in Houston. Okay, full match. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess okay. we were. Just he did have a few, a few, a little bit out there, but um, I, I we guess, were just happy to see him. I yeah, guess is what we were yeah. saying. We'll see this version of Ozzy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Vito Manone gives up that goal. That was tough, man. Monster. I mean, yeah, he I mean, was I, he was all I, sprawled out from the first in save. agreement. Like when I saw that live, even I saw him move to save and then. Reget his feet and then jump, and it was too too late. And I'm, I, I think there was a divot. I think all of us around him, we were like, I think he just like slipped on the mud. He was still on the ground. I mean, that's all I could see is he. There was yeah. no balance. There was no. But he's I, probably on his wrong foot. I mean, it was no. I was, I'm pretty sure it was he, the turf. I'm I'm okay. pretty sure that the that. That. We're gonna need some. I think zooming from the well, drone or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think we need to 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 speak with the goal. That's hard to blame the goalkeeper. I mean, that, that but sucks. like just, his first save was amazing, and then he reset himself right back up. And I saw that ball. I mean, the ball wasn't kicked like extremely. But he did set himself though. That's what no, I'm trying no, to say. No, no, he got back up, and his feet were set. And then he was, he was, he, he, as you can see, if you, if you watch the replay after that goal, when he turns around and he's mad, he kicks the goalpost. Yeah. And he he turns around, turns around, turns around to his center backs and he goes, I should have had that. Oh, I almost had that. That's what he was saying. Because he was that close. Because 
as the way he said, he had he, he he had a lane. He just totally missed time when the ball was coming in, and I don't know because it wasn't hit as hard as it usually is hit. It was just one of those dribblers that just went through. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a uh, he. A, I do remember he turned around and looked at us, and we were of course encouraging him and clapping and being like, "You're good." And he kind of gave us a look where he was just like, "No more." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one was on me. No more. Um. Yeah, I would say so. Just, just summing up overall, he was mad. Um, he was very mad. Well, I mean, he should be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a bad goal to give up. Yeah. Um, uh, overall, I'm looking at this game and thinking it's it's not. Um, it was just a, a really seven. solid, good game from the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vito had to bail him a little bit. You know, he made some good saves, but generally, Minnesota was the better team. They scored three super goals. Um, you also got to see the team come out and play with tactics that uh, I think more suit them. Uh, I don't have, I, I have very few complaints about this game. I mean, I can always find what, some if we need. But. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just wanted to ask, what's your thoughts? What are you guys' thoughts on, on Wilfred? I, I don't, because he's, had, he's, had, he's I was, had three games. I always now. call him Moimbe, so I forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Moimbe. That's, the, Moimbe. that's the same guy. But I, I think he's I think he's committed too far forward um right now. I don't think I think that if I am uh one of our teams coming up, I'm looking at that right flank, uh or our left, um, and going to attack that. Um Which I'll, is what um, which is what LAFC did with Brian R- Rodriguez, and I still have no idea why they took him out when he could have yeah. gotten a full 60 when he kept on getting beat on that side every time. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I mean, that's that's one thing. I do like that he hustles, and I do like that, you know, he likes to slide for the ball. I mean, that's just one of those and things. And he has, like, 30 kids. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I didn't know about that part. <laughs> no, I don't like, think that makes a difference. Maybe, but When they brought the kids out on the, on the field, it was like, mm-hmm. he, oh, they just kept on kids. coming. It's only four, but it, they just kept on coming. And it's like, oh. Everyone else, like, brings out their one daughter, and he's just like, oh, hey, I've got. You know, and then Boxy did the did the gender review for the family, yeah, right? Yeah, I totally had missed that. I saw it on video. Did the know. what? See, so did like some people were doing a gender reveal part the thing for their for a their baby, reveal, yeah, yeah. And so like he had like a soccer ball and he just kicked it up in the air. He uh, kicked through it and then it would and it would, would be pink. blue or pink or whatever. So it ended up being having a girl. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I mean, gray ducks. As long as it doesn't burn down a goddamn forest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, I, I want to look forward then. I mean, we are now in third, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's right. Um, we had a great By weekend. By a point, because it's still tight as yeah, hell. Yeah, we had a great weekend in terms of other results, though, with uh, those teams. And then... Um, yeah, LAFC tied. Um, uh, Seattle, Seattle won, Seattle right? won, so they're still second. By a and point, again. Everything's like... LA, LAFC, LAFC... No, wait, no. LA Galaxy beats... Oh, SKC was a, was like seventy two. That yeah. was like, yeah. So that didn't go our way. But Dallas lost four nothing to Chicago. Chicago Fire, Fire yeah. Lost to New York, um, and then you had, yeah, you kind of had all these results that that went our way. And so, now, so how many more points to actually secure? Like, do you think six who points? Who knows? Six like, points. It's it's going to go down to the wire, man. We but we are five points from uh, in, into playoffs, and I think now now the goal is like. Well, we need to finish third or fourth. We need a home. Well, I mean, that's always. Game. I mean, that, that's that's yeah, been yeah. my goal, right? Yeah, been home yeah. playoff, right? Yes, absolutely. And I think that we're all kind of in agreement. Of You're not like, just my my goal, but like I think this yeah. it's a good standard to have. Yeah. Yes. And um and so now you know what we have coming up is we've got Portland Timbers away. Um, that'll be tough. And uh, then we've got 
um, KC at home, LAFC she beat at home, one and, then, and Seattle away. Um, the Portland game away is going to be, yeah, it's going to be really tough, but um, want to see more doable. iron fronts, baby. A, a game <laughs> where a game iron where front. we can see Central. that where we can see Darwin uh, perform in that counterattacking role. Even a tie would be dope for that one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll I mean, just any getting points, ties on the road, wins at home. Uh, I, I think I think should be I mean, I think we only lost one game at home, right? Is that correct? Just that Philadelphia Union game? I yeah, thought, I, I think, think so. we lost another one. I think there's another one, too. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's just one, but I'd have to double check. Yeah. Twitter, um, help us. So uh, let's take a break. We've got some Twitter questions. Back on the 55-1 podcast, I've got Twitter questions, and I didn't get a chance to do a good job to, to organize these, so I'm just going to shoot them off in whatever order. Jake Shawcraft says, when's the next charity futsal tournament? My question is, Jake, are you happy that you uh, got traded for 50000 in GAM to uh, <laughs> We Call It Soccer and then lost? That's Oof. right, baby. Ouch. Uh, um, Colin O'Donnell says, sentiment aside, what's the top five on the team in terms of trade transfer value? Top five. Who, who Explain on, that to me. What is well, the question? Who on the you? team has the most value if we wanted to trade or transfer them? Well, right now, right now, yeah. It's got to be well. Yeah, it's got to be Darwin, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't say so. I, I think you as the top. Um, Who's gonna go for more money than Darwin? Vito. Well, no. Uh, you don't go mail, right? We tell it, paid a mail <coughs> Vito. Do you think we can get a recoup a mail out of that? He's just on loan, so we wouldn't be able to yeah, trade. Yeah, so you can't actually. do that. So I would say Ike. I would say five. I'm not yeah, sure in what order. That's one too. But I, could, probably, I could be in there. You'd probably say um, uh, Toy, Gregoosh, Gregoosh. Okay. Ike. Uh, maybe, yeah, Ike, uh, and Molino. Jesus. Oh, yeah, of course. Because yeah. Molina's still, That's four, still an old man. Yeah. Uh, and One then more. Maybe, maybe I would add... Um, uh, don't say it. Don't say it. Metanier or Hassan. Oh, interesting. So you're not even putting Darwin in there. Okay. Right on. No, I, I think Darwin... You think Darwin for, stays? For the Darwin, age. Darwin, for his age and what he's going to cost people. Sure. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think that... I think we can I, get a million dollars for Darwin. I mean, <laughs> so, maybe. Uh, I, Colorado's I rebuilding. I yeah, I think that there are some teams that would... A million and we get different. Sammy back, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listeners, the look. Oh, uh, that was hilarious. I did that just w- for the w- look. Wes just decapitated I'm, Rodrigo I'm in his eyes. He's nowhere near a million. The, the players that have gone for a million are way way younger. And I think that um, if he's going to be 32 for those teams, they can get a year or two he out of them. He can just be 32 for our team. Toy would definitely be up there considering what he's doing. And yeah. At the I think, yeah, but I think you want you would too. keep a toy. Uh, of course, of course, we want to keep then, all of them. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying yeah. like all the names if you, if you keep said, a toy. Who has, yeah, he's just saying he's not saying who we should trade. theoretically. So, um, Greg uh, Smith says when the team sells a bar at the end of the season, fuck. Okay, go to the next question. What are we going to do to burn? What are we going to burn down first? Yeah. Um, Can't burn down Allianz because I'm on sync since he's a ticket yeah. holder, so I don't really want to burn um, seats. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, I don't know. What, um, what will we Steve, burn down? Steve Lindley uh, says, uh, "Who's the best left winger of the MLS era loons?" Uh, wow, you know he lists them: Alexi Gomez, Miguel Ibarra, uh, Ramir, uh, Romario Ibarra, <laughs> um, Sam Nicholson, Jome, uh, obviously, and then Jake Shellcraft points out, "You forgot Kadri." 
this is a great which, uh, circle back to your your question earlier, which, your which statement me, earlier which, about all the people that it, that come and go yeah, on, the, on the yearly exactly on the yearly so, um, basis. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Miguel has been the best left, which is yeah. not to say he's the best possible option there. But um, Bashkim Kadri has four goals and three assists in nine games That's this amazing. season. That's so, where uh, Odense uh, Bielzebub, whatever that was. <laughs> Uh, Denmark. Yes. What? Yeah, really good, yeah. What the devil put a so, sign for me? Uh, Philip says, "What would you, what would you change if you could change? Make one." I'm a baritone man. I'm a bass. Go, go. <laughs> Come on. What would you change if you could make this is the one? concept they crave, Wesley? Come on, Wesley. <laughs> you brought me back for a reason. What would you change if you could make one change to our team Wesley. as we head into the final stretch of the season? In one way, do you believe this would positively impact the squad? One change. It's a pretty vague question. So one change only? Yeah, one change only. One ping only for distance. Uh, like, hmm. like, like I, I bench, bench, like bench Rodriguez for toy rest of the season. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do that. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we, okay. That's happened though, basically. No, like totally no, but it hasn't happened consistently. So you and Heath are just like totally. Your minds are melded together. <laughs> no, no, no. I would start Chacon, but that's just me. I, I mean, I would. I would start. I would start Chacon over Lute. There, I'll, I'll do that. I'll give the if we're gonna give, if we're gonna if we're gonna give new players time to play, right to get accustomed. Then I'd rather give the eighteen-year-old chances to chances to get to know his teammates on the field. Okay. Um, I mean, the simple answer that the people want to hear is we want Miguel back out there for the, right. For the rest. Right. I mean, yeah, that's, the, that's the that's so, the so, correct answer, yeah. but that's um, your answer. Aaron Tinklenberg. Uh, uh, I want to take over the damn team. Aaron Tinklenberg. Yes. I need to, like, control. Sorry. So I, you, I'm the only one not drinking tonight, so I, I think it's obvious now on the pod. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> Wesley. <laughs> All right, geezers. Uh, oh, Minnesota okay. won't announce before a home playoff game is secured, but they will either ask for a Friday night matchup or move the St. Thomas game right. <clears throat> I believe that... When is that? October something? Uh, October 19th. 19th. Is this, that's Saturday, the St. Thomas game. I believe Pre-B-day. that Greeter already got the team to comment that the playoff game at home would be played the next day on a Sunday. The day oh, after, that. I believe I'm. I'm they're going to play my foot, birthday. They play American. Birthday. They're going to play oh, American yeah. football on Allianz Field on a Saturday, and then we're going to play the next day. They're going to get bombed mm-hmm. AF. Oh my for the god! That, on the field. that 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 you know how we yeah. complain? We complained about that that patch in front of the yeah, the, yeah. the the Wonder Wall side that now it's finally the not field. there, right? That's yeah. finally had time to grow. It's going to be like that all It'll over just the be field. A slip and slide. Yeah. The um. <clears throat> Between so this is Matt Prom says between the five teams the Loons appear to be most likely to face in a first round playoff match. Who matches up the most and least favorably? RSL, Galaxy, San Jose, Portland, Dallas. RSL number one. We can play against RSL. Yeah, we've proven that. I, I think. I, I think that's that's our best matchup. I think our worst matchup. I don't play Galaxy. Uh, is probably for me would be the Galaxy. Yeah, I don't just because the section they they they. they Pavon has just—it's just been a game changer for them as of lately. Well, and when they played here, uh, Zlatan was just bad, and that's because he's bored and he only gets up for the big games. So I think I agree. I think LA Galaxy would be probably my my least favorite. I think um, San Jose. I think that they look tired, and um, 
uh, it, you know, we've had their number this year. We've beaten them twice. Yeah, I also think FC That's Dallas it. might be a tough one for us as well, too. Yeah. But. Um, so uh, United Loon says, does Angelo need to ever wear a Loon's jersey again? Oof. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm. I guess. I think I'm having so much trouble giving giving up Angelo because only a few months ago did I finally really come around to being like I see what he gives You're us. Just a late bloomer. And that's now, what you are. And now that he's being taken did you call away, him a late bloomer. I yes, I did. You just cut that. Uh, I think the good. problem is that Heath listens to this yeah. podcast and be like, "Oh, Wes <laughs> likes this player. He's out. He's gone." <laughs> so I just want to say I hate Miguel Ibarra. He's a bad yes. player, and I love Robin Lud. He gives us so much dynamism on the field. So, dynamism. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's see. Experiment in reverse psychology. Here we go. There should yeah. be more Twitter questions. There's a this. lot more. I'm just just, I'm, just I'm read them off, and then we'll, we'll tell you to move on or not. Lightning go. round. Uh, um, Lightning round. Go. So so after so this is Nick G. No, that's a bad question. Sorry. Just Nick. ask it. Uh, after last night's performance and what we've seen from him in previous matches, do you think WMT will return for Minnesota United next season? Yes. I feel like that question maybe takes. If uh, Alexi, if Alexi, if Alexi can play time, then his he hashtag play is time. dude loves to slide. I think that that moment that where he do, did slide in the box and then the guy went around him and it led to the eventual goal was like, mm. that, that was not the best piece of uh, defensive work I've seen. Um, Lee Jensen says, how can I make a shirt that fits six people at once? Uh, um, DM me. Yeah, we, we have people that, yeah, have people that, that do that. Yeah. But uh, just, just go to places and just buy. Toby Seisler says, who's your offensive player of the year so far for Minnesota United? Ooh, that's a good question. Offensive player of the year so far. And Darwin does have 10 goals. He does. I want to give it to Toy, though. He's been such a breakout. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm going with Molino. Okay. That's fair. I think Molino is, is the one that's been creating those opportunities. He, he's, he's gotten two beautiful through balls to Darwin to be able to score. You guys remember that PK he missed? And then, like, literally, like, two minutes later, yes. Molino yeah. just threaded the ball right to him. I think Molino has been probably... I'm really happy that he's back at yeah. the form that he is. So, uh, Brew Hall Casuals, which is a group I did not know existed until now. <laughs> hey, so, they just um, follow me on Twitter. Uh, who's your pick for security man of the match? Oh, this is a good one, though. That, I'll leave I, it up to you guys. I'm, going, I was not I'm match. going clipboard warrior. <laughs> Because we also found out that he's on. Twi- we found out that he's on Twitter. Of course, oh yeah. no! Only this, he he tweeted his second one, which is he was saying like my job was there just to record people abusing security, and half of Wonderwall was calling me a Nazi, and so I just replied to him. I was like, well, apparently you're not very uh, good at counting people. If you thought half of Wonderwall was calling you a Nazi, and by the way, we were saying bootlicker. Not Nazi. There you go. Very big difference. There you go. Um, <laughs> Can I give it to the? Uh, I, I don't know who's actually security. I think he was one of the the United staff. But I mean, he looked like he was like fifteen years old. So I'm just like, why? Why is this child trying to be authoritative with people no, that are like twenty years old? I, I think him? I think that the guy who ripped the, the the jersey or the the replica that was being signed at that friendly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yes, that guy. That I guy wins seen it. Him. I haven't seen him in a long time. That guy wins it. That, that wasn't the that Aston Villa. Was, was, oh, no, no. Yeah. yeah. That guy uh, wins it. No, this for this this match. I mean, I I am... There is... Uh, there's there's long a couple... Hair, there's long-haired Billy guy, too. There's a couple... Oh, yeah, he's good. There's a couple <laughs> um, uh, regular security people that I, I really do love. There's one uh, um, mid-20s woman who 
has this look on her face like what is what is what are all these weirdos like 90 minutes and she's got this like either it's partially like is that a fart or like <laughs> what are these people doing and then so the that, other one is someone's paying me to be here who's this? that uh um young singer heartthrob with red hair who looks like a frat boy he was in Game of Thrones. Oh, the Englishman. Uh, yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. He's got that one. Yeah, he's song. Yes, yes. There's like young that dude. Why can I um, not think of, of his name? He's got a bunch of good songs. Oh, on we that. are geezers. A bunch of good songs. Yes, my girls like the songs, so they have to be good. Oh, they're totally clowning yeah. on us right now. Yes, as they true. Listen. Yes. Anyway, they will. They will totally. They will totally be clowning on us right now. McGee, that, but that guy, his like younger brother, is a security guy over in our section. So I'm a big fan of his. Um, <laughs> a guy that has Austin a- Healy says, "How much of this season's success is owed to Adrian Heath?" So we'll finish on on this one. What uh, do we have to? How much of it? Yeah. What do you? What, how much? What? <laughs> I'll, I'll channel my Daves and say everything that's happened has happened in spite of him. So not much. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like that's fully fair, but if I look at it. Um, I look at some of the changes that have distinctly you you watch them be made. Like for example, switching up. You, we had the success during the summer. You see the the lineup cha- change dramatically and get tinkered with, and the results aren't there. Um, I don't think we've ever found we we other than that one period the summer in three years we've never had an extended stretch of consistent. This is how the team plays. This is what it looks like. And then he threw oh, dynamite yeah, on I, it. I and think blew in three years we've never been consistent. That's the one thing we've never been. Yeah. Like, and so we may be successful at some points, but that yeah. does not mean we're consistent. And so if we think about this year specifically, how much of the success? Obviously, he's the coach. Um, he puts people out there in particular ways to succeed. Um, I would say that if you wanted to say what's the what is the point. Uh, point difference between this year and last year and how much you, what percent would you say Heath was responsible for I'd say 30 I mean there was the you would say that the the signing of Ico Parra yep. Alonso. Alonso Vito Manone is that's your defense probably right there yeah. that uh, that alone is 50% six games 30%, yeah 30% <laughs> 50% of of the difference right yeah um met near as well you know the the amount of change of defense there um, the signing of of toy, you know, things like that. Um, Draft, yeah. So I don't know. That's that's what what I would say. I'll give him thirty percent. Um, so uh, let's just call it a day. Um, we'll be back next week uh, post uh, Portland game pre post Portland, yes. Uh, um, Kansas City game, but um, yeah. So Champions League is back. Uh, so I'll be opening up the bar at the, for the two p.m. games. Gosh. Uh, come check it out um, uh, on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Come get uh, um, Sriracha Bloody Marys. Wait, you and, make, uh, wait, wait, run that again. What are you making? It's actually a rum that has been aged in a Sriracha. I know you don't put rum in, most of the time in Bloody Marys, but it's rum that's been aged in a Sriracha barrel. Are you serious? Yeah. That's interesting. That's I don't interesting. drink Bloody Marys. And this yeah, is I, a, I don't either. This, this, this is, is the jam, yeah. huh? Yeah. So anyway, um, we've got that, and then obviously we will uh, we'll see you uh, for the Portland game at Blackheart. Right. So Thanks, guys. Um, Wait. Just yeah, I just quickly because I've had like I had a bad soccer Sunday, so I wanted to end up on a good note. 
uh, Como Girls FC were able to defeat the the uh, Dave Zeller's favorite uh, alma mater, Central two to one. So um, he didn't even finish high school. So yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But but at the same time, if anyone's <laughs> out there who's interested in um, doing uh, a fun run or a fundraiser run, Como Park High School is doing. The Booster Club is also hosting the first annual homecoming 5K and fun run Saturday, October 5th. All the money goes to get new equipment for the uh, for the Como Girl Como Como uh, Como Park High School athletic program. They need. They don't have treadmills. They don't have all these different things. So, like, they're trying to be able to provide us. So, you be, you know, if you like Isa Watch, if you if you like Assassiness, this is one of the ways that you'll be able to help them out to have a much prolonged um, high school career. Uh, so. we, should, we have a charity called Geezers for Goals. Geezers for Goals. Thanks, Thanks everybody. everybody. We'll, we'll see the next tournament. tournament.